So, the holiday season is upon us. We have a winter wonderland outside. Well, not really. It's starting to rain. Uh, <laughs> for you, at least. For me, at least. Uh, we're, we're doing a multi-state recording with Jacob yeah. out in um, probably one of the worst states available. Oh, um, nice. Just kidding. Uh, he's in Ohio visiting family. <laughs> I'm still in Pennsylvania. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, so this is, I think, going to be our last episode before the new year. So this is 2023? Yeah. 2022? Yeah. What year are we in? This is the end of 20. This is the 2022 in review. In review. Right. 2022. Yeah. And I, I, for a second there, I completely lost track of where we were. <laughs> um, honestly, it's not that hard to do nowadays. Yeah. You know what's weird is you say, you know, we're doing a multi-state recording. Uh, we We could probably pinpoint the exact moment, but... I feel like 50% of our episodes were multi-state recordings because I moved. Right. Oh, yeah. Is that Was that this year? Or is that counted in no, this that year? Was, no, that was 21. 21. Okay. Okay. Um, okay, yeah. So uh, it sounds like that was maybe, yeah. So that was about episode 25-ish. That you moved. When I moved. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, that brings back memories of why we even started the whole podcast. It was to try yeah. to get us to do creative stuff, and you were still in Ohio, and it was time for a change. Yeah. So write that down became a thing. Yeah, just needed an excuse to talk about stuff. Yeah, yeah. So Okay, so so we did a brief idea of what, what it's going to look like today, but can you give a, a little more synopsis of exactly what we're trying to get at and probably – you know, lay the foundation for where we go forward with this uh, with this little show. Yeah, well, it's it's kind of similar to what we did last year. Last year we did twenty twenty one in review, followed by uh, resolutions uh, in the in a following episode. And so today we're doing a somewhat somewhat similar thing. I don't remember exactly what our format was last year, uh, but today I figured we could just talk about how our year has gone. Uh, just generally speaking, and then I also went back to our 2022 resolutions episode, and I picked out uh, each of the bullet points that we uh, resolved to do, and we'll, we'll see how we did, and just at a <laughs> this, glance. This might be a uh, sad episode, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or it means that just life took us in unexpected but still good directions. Uh, I guess you know? so. All right, all right. Not I'm everything's excited. gloomy. No, you're right. You're right. Okay. Okay. So that's a good plan. Where do we start? Yeah. Uh, I guess just uh, on on the outset before you even hear what your resolutions were. Because I don't remember. Um, right. That's probably yeah. a bad sign. Uh, <laughs> uh, listen, it was a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, how do you think 2022 went for you? Uh, I mean, personally, creatively, However, I mean, this is your first full year of marriage, so that's exciting. Yeah. Uh, and you got a house. That was this year, right? Yeah, because you moved in yeah. like over the break. Well, we moved in Christmas Day last, last year. year. So I guess okay. theoretically we got it in 2021, right? Still. That Still. counts. Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah. So how has how has 22 been for you? So for life, I would say successful. Uh, like, okay. <laughs> I, I, I think when you are in a good spot and you're feeling good about yourself and you're feeling good about the community around you and the stuff you're doing and creating and you sort of have a foundation, I think 
we should acknowledge that as successful so that we have a we have an idea of like our personal idea of what what success is like we should be proud of those moments uh and no. i and, and i struggle i always struggle to to talk about success because i i you know i feel like most of the time i'm sort of a humble person you can uh, listeners out there if you don't think i'm a humble person it's completely fine <laughs> it's to like, laugh uh, <laughs> but in my mind i think talking about our own success stories is hard sometimes. And so to acknowledge when things have gone well for a while on a, from a variety of reasons, you know, I'm not going to say that it's always been, you know, clear, clear sailing, but I think 2022 was a great year for me. I think it was a great year for, um, the friends that I've created in this community, the folks around me, uh, the little neighborhood you know, the, the neighborhood that we're in is fantastic. We've been to a variety of different holiday parties and stuff. And, and there really are good people that we're surrounded by. And, um, to acknowledge that is just, it was a good year. Um, I, that was a fast year though. Like I'm trying to yeah, even really think was. how much, how much we crammed into 2022. I can't believe it's already, uh, almost over. But we had a load, loads of projects, right? Loads of projects, lots yeah. of time hanging out with you in person, which was fantastic because that was a big change from the previous year. And then, of course, the year before that, that was honestly, we've hung out more this year than we did any year before or until we graduated, right? Like, yeah. So, so that was big. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of stuff. And I'm sure we'll talk about this throughout the, the podcast, but, but to reverse it now onto you, what, how did, 2022 look for you in, in, in all different assets, not just, or that's not the word in all different areas, uh, aspects, aspects. That's what I was looking for. Not yeah. assets. Yeah. <laughs> assets, aspects. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Same yeah, difference. yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say it was good. Uh, it's kind of weird. I feel like with, you know, I feel like since 2021 and before, it was mostly just bad years all around, not even just personally speaking, but just the state of the world overshadowed right. anything else personal. Um, but I feel like this is a year where it just kind of feels at least net neutral kind okay. of, for me personally, okay. at yeah. least, where uh, like I can't think of any like real stinky moments or anything like that. Um and uh, like, you know, we keep alluding, we'll get into our specific resolutions that we may or may not have hit. Uh, and But I obviously would have liked to have been more productive in terms of actually making things or writing things or accomplishing goals uh, in those fields. Uh, but I really think that this has still been a good year in terms of uh, I just I feel like this was a, a good growth year for me. Uh, where, and this is, you know, more on the creative side, which you told me I didn't have to get into yet. Uh, but, uh, I, I feel like this is one where I wasn't writing as much as I would have liked, but I was, uh, just taking a step back and reevaluating who I want to be and what I want to do in a creative space, like what kind of writer I want to be, uh, just a great year for seeing all kinds of different, uh, movies or projects or things that I just never would have thought to previously. Um, just kind of exploring a lot of different avenues that uh, have helped me hone in on specifically what it is 
I want to be putting out into the world and things like that. Uh, and so obviously that's going to be something that always, hopefully I'm growing and learning more because maybe what I think of myself today won't be the same as I want to be a year from now when we do this episode. Right. Uh, but I, I, I think it has been a good, uh, more than previous years. 2022 has been a great uh, year for me to just evaluate who I am as a writer, as a creative person, as a whatever. Um, but yeah, personally, it's also been, you know, really fun. I, you know, this is my first full year with my job at Juniata, and that's been great, especially just to kind of settle in uh, and really feel more ingrained uh, with my coworkers and things like that. Uh, mm-hmm. We got Brownie. Uh, this goofball right. yep, uh, yep, to the yep. left of me uh, who doesn't have well he has a bone here but I think since I'm sitting on the couch this episode usually I'm sitting at a desk facing away from him and that's when he goes crazy gnawing at the bone uh, so he's more content just <laughs> sitting on the couch beside me so and so from an outside perspective viewing in on on your life and you know where you got this year it almost feels like, and I think in many ways, this is the same for me, is that this was this past year was sort of like a foundation year, like building a strong foundation of community and a safe place of where you're living and you're like you're in, ingrained or you're embedded in your spot now. Like your house yeah. is in Huntingdon with Harry and your friends and their dog. And, and now that this year has passed, that entire time you were sort of acu- uh, uh, not accumulating, uh, getting acclimated to yeah. l- being an adult in your own house, ha- right? And that was the same with me, right? And so I think that this past year, you know, coming off of off of uh, sort of the lockdowns of COVID and stuff, and having some really wild years previously to this year, uh, that that this year was just that just like a a bear hug of okay this is what my young adult uh life is going to look like these are the people that i want near me and close to me these are my cheerleaders these are my mentors my friends uh you know i don't necessarily have to right now worry about making sure i have food on the table right i'm not right so all of these things sort of compounded into your spot and now that that yeah, spot is brick. yes, and now that that spot is sturdy, it, it it really truly does. And in my own sense, I truly believe that it does allow you to now focus on these other creative things because your job is steady. You're doing a great job at it. You have the people around you supporting you, and we're looking at somewhat more of a normal, normal life outside of COVID. And I'm yeah. not saying COVID's gone. I'm just saying like that's – we built that structure. Right. You built that structure. So I'm looking in on you, on your we, life. We've adjusted to COVID. Yes. So and so much. sometimes I think it's hard to, for people to talk about how that's successful. Like that – the year may have seemed sort of mundane, but we've just come out of just this wild time in history. Yeah. Isn't that a nice change of pace? <laughs> right. We've come out of this wild time in history uh, and, and, you know – the last year was a little more something of normalcy and we can build off that. And I think that's the kind of energy that we're looking at for 2023. And hopefully we can build off the foundation that we just set this past year 
and and do really cool stuff. So so maybe yeah. our resolutions, we'll we'll take a look at them. <laughs> maybe they were twenty percent complete, if that. But hopefully, I don't think we have to keep score. That's fine. We don't have to keep score. <laughs> but hopefully, the idea is that the energy and the good propellant that we have created this past year propulses us. What's the word? Uh, <laughs> sends us, propels us to <laughs> to the, to another year of of growth. Yeah, we we got the first round draft pick this year. And now, after a year of transition, we're finally able to make a playoff run this and year. And who's getting the first round uh, uh, pick next year in baseball? The Pittsburgh no Pirates. Oh, my goodness. Oh, really? Was that the cringiest thing ever? You see the front desk. So this isn't a sports pod, but I think it's important. to. No. You see the front desk. Bob Nutting, all those guys, all the people that you know, Pirates fans aren't fans of because you know they're just running the team in the ground. And they're sitting there. And they they show that the pirates will get the first pick of the of the first you know the first pick, and they start cheering and stuff. And we're excited because you're going to get a really cool, great player. Hopefully they pick correctly. But in the back of your head, you're like, these guys are cheering because they just ran this team to the ground, <laughs> and now they're cheering because we get to take another you know prospect who's going to be ra- like a really highly ranked player, and then we'll just sell them for money or something, right? Like it's just so wrong. Yeah. But anyways, this isn't a sports pod. This something else. I just yeah, I thought of it because the major league soccer draft was just the other day. Oh, so when you were talking about draft, yeah. you were talking about the crew. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I feel like really the draft only matters in like NFL or NBA. Well, because no I've one never, cares about the MLS he- with the draft. Like honestly. Yeah, but I I never hear about the MLB draft either. Or oh, it's a pretty big thing. Like I, I I think if you are ingrained in the sport, and maybe I'm not ingrained enough in MLS to to think it's a big deal, but there there are large groups of people. I don't think many people in MLS think it's a big deal. Well, and that I mean, it's might big deal also for the players. Be, yeah, but it's you know uh, there's very few just the way that soccer is structured. You're you're not gonna get your star player from the draft. You're gonna get it because you, you know, paid some Spanish team or English team like ten million dollars. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's just a little different of a thing, uh, of a process, which is why I think the draft for baseball is such a big thing, uh, comparative to MLS. But I'm happy for yeah. you and for the crew and some big changes in the why coaching not for staff. You? Aren't you a crew fan? Yeah, I am. I Even just Even though it's you, hard. You talk very down. No, 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 no. I just think that there are issues with the way that they are running the program and who they decide to let go and who makes the calls. Right? We're not going to get into this in the podcast. Jacob and I we disagree on the crew no, on a variety that's fine. of different things. Uh but I just yeah, I see issues. And then of course, you can't neglect to to talk about the fact like uh, who owns the crew and what do they believe oh, in. Yeah. and that's that's like goes against a lot of now who knows if the other sports teams that i like are also the same way but yeah the uh, I'd that's say the story of american percent of them do. yes 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 <laughs> yeah. yes yeah okay yeah. that was a huge tangent anyways. that was yeah anyways yeah. yeah i guess uh after that we can get into our uh resolutions uh yeah 
And we, we can start on this one. This one I actually don't know the answer to. This was a personal resolution that you made Okay. Uh, that has nothing to do with creativity. Uh, you said that you wanted to get more into growing your own food and composting and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I can't believe I said that. Yes. I have successfully did something. I done did wow. it, Jacob. Nice. Well, yeah. what kind of stuff did you do? Um, well, I don't remember if I talked about this before. I can't re- I can't remember. It was a long time ago. And if I said it before, just plug your ears. Uh, so we had like this sort of when we bought the house, we had this like pond thing that the previous na- the previous owners had in the back. And it was honestly, it could have been cool if it was kept up, but it wasn't. And so it was literally just growing mosquitoes. So it's like this really gross, mm. like, right? And so my dad helped me. We took that apart. And so there were these nice long pieces of wood and stuff that were, you know, sort of holding that pond sort of waterfall thing up. And we took that out back and created uh, a multi, um, multi-tiered composting area you know so like each section had a different purpose so that in the end you could you know get nice soil and so it, you know a good compost takes some time to to you know start filling up because it takes time for the food and the waste to you know um reduce itself i guess uh and so so that we i created that with some help with some of some friends and you know, one section is for food waste, one section is for like yard waste and leaves and stuff. And then there's sort of like a whole process where you, you like turn it over and you put different layers of stuff on top. And there's, there's a lot more that I need to learn about, but at a sort of macro level, I was, I'd say that's accomplished because that was one of the things I was really excited about, uh, moving from a town home where I couldn't do that. And it's sort of like growing up, we always composted everything that we could because it just went back into the garden that would grow the food that we ate. And so it's sort of ingrained in me. But then when we lived in this townhome, we didn't have that, like we didn't have that spot for it. So all of that food waste and all of the scraps and stuff was just kind of going in the trash. And it was just like, oh, yeah. I don't know how I feel about this. So finally, when we get our own space, like that was one of the first things that we did. And it just, it feels sort of full again like that's something that i grew up doing and now i'm doing it which is i guess kind of cool so i think that's a success yeah nice good on you i'm glad i i'm glad i did that i'm glad i told you that was one of my resolutions because <laughs> uh, if we're not keeping track right now but or keeping score but i am one up on you um just well, in case i haven't started yet oh that's right okay let's hear yours that's okay. You're still going to be one up on me. Uh, <laughs> my first was to be more musical. Okay, uh, that, that's a good one. Uh, and I mean, I I still do. You know, I feel like I've I've still been very musical in staying with concert choir, and and I was able to travel with them to Scotland, as you did Germany with them. Oh yeah, uh, that was and this year. Planning on uh, still going uh, with them this spring. Uh, on tour uh, and I sang in the State Choral College Society or State College Choral Society uh, that you also I, I, I got you into as well um, uh, and so that's been successful uh, but I think when I made that resolution I was more so speaking to trying to get back into like the instrumental side of things back to playing trombone mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I think we recorded that episode right when I got uh, my keyboard uh, that I have yes, up in my office that's right, at home. Yes, that's right. You were very excited uh, about that. And that so, was 
Yeah, uh, and still am. Uh, but uh, I'd say generally, like, it's not a huge loss, but I don't think I, I've been as musical as I was hoping to be. Um, it has dawned, uh, or crossed my mind, rather, uh, a lot more recently of getting back into uh, one of my just big picture goals is I want to write a movie musical at some point. Uh, and I have been thinking a lot more about what that looks like and, you know, how to avoid falling into musical tropes and things like that. Um, so it is something that, you know, maybe I'll try to make it like my resolution for 2023 when we do that episode. But uh, it is something that that hopefully I can take more steps into achieving, uh, especially on the instrumental side. But mm-hmm. um, yeah. Very cool. Well, I think the the big thing to take away from this is that you could say that you were successful in that and you could check that off, but your sort of your own motivation. And when you created that, that resolution, you had an idea of what success looked like. And so when you reflect on it and this can translate to projects and stuff, when you reflect on it and you say, actually, this wasn't successful, even though in an ex an external, eye might say, Oh, you, you totally, you, you went on tour, you went to different countries and sang, and you were in the choral society here and you don't like an external person would say, Oh, that's super successful. But your gut says no. And I think that's something that you have to listen to. Uh, otherwise you'll just sort of make content or whatever you're writing, whatever you're doing, that's maybe subpar or your heart isn't in it. And and that's what we always are trying to get to when we're in these podcasts and stuff, talking about content that we are passionate about, uh, that we, our gut tells us we were successful. And that's a completely different feeling than just having someone say, no, this is, you were successful at it. Right. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. So I'll give myself half a point for that. All right. I like that. <laughs> and we're not keeping score, yeah. but. But that's good. Uh, yeah, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if we were. But if uh, we were. <laughs> uh, okay, so your second resolution, uh, and I think we had checked in on this. I think we checked in on a couple of these back in like April or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, your second resolution was you wanted to uh, create one video each month that oh. wasn't related to work. <laughs> And I have a feeling that was not the case. <laughs> yeah, that is a, a zero. No, I, mm, <laughs> uh, let me think. Luckily, I was able to do a lot more video work and creative multimedia stuff for for work the past year, which sort of heated my need. But I sure. think I don't think I did anything outside of work. I maybe yeah. one but i certainly did not do one every month yeah well maybe that that is still a good sign that you know maybe your expectation was that you weren't going to have the opportunity to do much for work maybe so and just yeah. the fact that you have been able to branch at, at least get some itch scratched yeah uh yeah in that sense or something like that. i like that. the way i like that look i like that view i think you're right no i truly think you're right because i think when we made these resolutions a year ago, I I do believe I wasn't uh, being fulfilled with the type of projects that were being thrown my way at work. But I think over the past year, that changed. So, yeah, I think that could be very true. Yeah. Well, uh, 
Uh, I had a similar one. Uh, okay. So I wanted to write or work on a project every week. Like, get something written every week. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And that was very much uh, very much not the case. Uh, but I do think, you know... I'll, I'll still I'm still not that torn up about it because like I said I do think this was a, a, a good transitional year in helping me just think more about uh, who I am as as a writer and things like that Think about who you are uh, that's really what exactly you're to do. Yeah. shout out uh, <laughs> college uh, you should go there uh, but uh, I do think, you know, I did take a leap in the writing space that I, I am somewhat proud of myself for. And, you know, the process still isn't over, but I am actually in the process of applying for grad school, which we've talked about a few different times. Uh, and that's something that I didn't think I would actually <laughs> ever do. Uh, mm-hmm. That was something that was like, oh, that would be cool, but just kind of think it would never happen. So uh, I am proud of myself. uh on that end at least brownie just did a very loud sigh at me yeah no i and we're proud of you i saw some of the work that you sent my way um and i read through not not to mention so i read through the loser segment and then i read through um why men of course and that just even just reading back through that just brings back memories and so that was just fun to to do that um so i enjoyed that i didn't feel like I had anything to offer uh, critique wise because I think you're just in many ways you're just overthinking it your stuff is good <laughs> right so so for context uh, I sent out a couple samples uh, to uh, Nate and a few other of our friends just for feedback on uh, what uh, I should submit as my writing sample uh, for grad school uh, and uh Two people have gotten back to me, uh, and they've both said different things. So, so, so I'm just looking for uh, yeah, more concrete. Uh, just like okay, so I'm I'm kind of leaning. I sent two different samples uh, from Loser and Why Men, and I, I'm leaning towards just submitting seven pages from each. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. to meet the 15 page uh, uh, requirements. But uh, yeah, so. Uh, yeah, just the the grad, the whole grad school ideas, I think, is something that at least fits into that resolution of trying to work on something every yeah. weekend. I like that. Uh, I'm at least uh, happy that I've made that progress. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Cool. Uh, okay. Yeah. So this is another resolution uh, from you that I know off the bat that was not achieved. Uh, you wanted us to record in person at least twice a month. Oh yeah. Well, there was uh, a, the, the, at the beginning of the year we were a little bit better at that. Uh, yeah, we did several in person, and it was it's great. So there, you can't beat it, right? Because you can have really yeah. great conversations. You can read body language. It's a lot. You laugh more. There's a lot of just things that go into recording live in person. That you just don't get when you're on FaceTime. But yeah. Yeah. So we didn't do that. Maybe when when we go to do our resolutions for this year, we reevaluate some of the ones and perhaps we'll have some of this some similar resolutions, but have been reevaluated or we reiterate on it uh and we make it 
you know, work. We make it something that we can be successful at because, you know, 45 minutes isn't, isn't far, which is awesome. But it, it yeah. <laughs> when you're busy, it is kind of far. Yeah. We are, we are both busy. Yeah. Lots of nights. So yeah, it is. Tough. Okay. So, yep. That wasn't a, that wasn't a success, but maybe someday, maybe someday. Um, the summer would probably be a lot easier too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's a, a short window. Um, in Pennsylvania, but, uh, at least. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so my number three, uh, and this is something that I did kind of achieve, actually. Okay. Uh, this was uh, a resolution that was based off of our comfort zone episode oh, where yeah. I wanted, I initially wanted to, you know, like write something in the noir, neo thriller kind of thing. But then for the resolutions episode, I just said I wanted to write something in a genre that I'm not used to. Uh, and I think I was aiming to have something complete, and I don't have something complete, uh, but I, I'm still counting it because, uh, and I've mentioned it briefly because, uh, you know, it's still in the writing stages and, and stuff like that. But I have a project that I'm working on with Fisher Stroud that is kind of like a, a thriller-ish thing. Uh, and so even though it's not complete uh, and we're still working on it, I'm still going to count it because, uh, you know, Actions have been taken, pages have been written, uh, and it's also in collaboration with someone else, which I always love to have so that we can keep each other accountable. Uh, and so I, I'm going to count that as a win for me, um, mm-hmm. even though it's not the full, I don't have a full script as a deliverable. Uh, I think it's still uh, enough of a win to count it as a win. Oh, yeah. I like that. And so we have one more resolution each. Uh, yours was to, and I'm, I'm not sure. I, f- I feel like this, we kind of just did the same as last year. Uh, but your resolution was to get more people onto the show. Um, mm. especially people that we don't know. Uh, I added onto that and said, uh, it was be my goal to get Donald Glover on the show. Uh, and that <coughs> did not happen, unfortunately. Uh, but, uh, yeah. How do you think we did in terms of getting more people on the show? I think we were on pace to get more people and then, you know, we had those big breaks uh, and it, it's always hard to jump back in after a big break uh, and, and scheduling people, is tr- it's tricky, right? Especially people that you're not just texting and stuff. And so yeah. to, to meet this goal, that requires maybe two or three, if not a month before the actual episode of record or before the actual recording to have been chatting with this person, get them up to date on like how we do the show, what stuff are we talking about? And that's sort of the admin work that sometimes falls on the wayside when we're doing these recordings, just because we just don't have it together all the time. Uh, heck we're yeah. we, sometimes we record the night before that, you know, that, it, that it goes out <laughs> and, um, and yeah, it's it's just it's hard when when you have other responsibilities that obviously take priority over sort of a hobby like this. So that being said, I think we were on the right track because we were getting some folks on the show before our hiatus uh, in the last uh, season. And I think I'm excited for this year because we still have a nice long list of folks who've said they wanted to be on the show, who we've you know pseudo invited but just didn't schedule. Uh, with different yeah. ideas, different creative people, different, you know, a whole wide range of stuff, which is really exciting that, that we already have that set up. It's just a matter of doing that 
scheduling and making sure that we can, you know, get people prepared for, you know, this really high quality production that we have. Yeah. I said that in quotes. If you didn't pick up on yeah. that, I didn't say it in hard enough quotes, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and yeah, I think that is something that I think having our because we started the year uh, in our weekly uh, release schedule. And I think us being biweekly, uh, I mean, it could give us more of an opportunity to put it off and be lazy. But I think it also gives us the opportunity to be a little bit more ahead of the game. It just yes. depends on our mindset and what else yes. is going on in our We have a little more point. time and a little more flexibility. And that doesn't mean that we're not recording. That that gives us a whole extra week to record, uh, right? Yeah. For flexibility of scheduling. But when you're doing yeah. one episode a week, you have to have – you have to get that recording done before the, the date that we publish. Uh, and that's yeah. just – you know, seven days less than what we have now. Yeah, And it means that we have to like get people scheduled like two weeks, three weeks in yeah. advance and yeah. stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, luckily with our biweekly uh, release schedule, we'll have a little bit more flexibility in the new year. Um, but uh, yeah. And then my last one, which also I don't think happened, but I we've talked about and I've had ideas of how to make this happen. Uh, I wanted to drive more engagement with you, the audience, uh, and have just more things on our episodes that involve you and give you more of a reason to uh, email askwtd at gmail.com. Uh, and I don't think, you know, we didn't necessarily have anything that necessitated that, uh, but we do have ideas, and I've mentioned this in passing to you, uh, but I don't know if we've actually talked about it, but something that I really want to do in the next couple months is uh, sometime in January, I think uh, the Oscar nominees will be coming out and I would love to do like a uh, book club kind of thing where we both watch like one of the nominees for best documentary. Uh, right. Kind of what we kind of did that it. last year. Kind of. So, yeah. A little bit. But this would be with the whole community, right? Yeah, like we want like the whole episode is just us talking about it, uh, and then we can like you know we tell you a, a week ahead of time so that you uh, or two weeks ahead of time so that you uh, the audience have the opportunity to also watch it and just send in your thoughts. Yeah, uh, and we can just you know talk about it and ask us questions as to guide our conversation things like that. So uh, once that list comes out, I would love to do. Like a documentary and then maybe one of the best picture nominees. Mm -hmm. That's a good idea. Uh, I like that. So, yeah. So hopefully, I'm, I'm not sure if they've published when those nominees come out mm -hmm. in the first place. But I, th I think it usually happens in January. So hopefully soon we'll have something uh, concrete. Uh, and like I said, we would announce on the show ahead of time when that's going to happen. So you have time to catch up and things like that. But uh, yeah, so not something we were largely successful in this year but uh, we have more ideas of how to make that engagement happen uh in the new year um it's also something that i'm not totally in control of so this is on you listener email <laughs> us tweet us tweet dm us. us uh but uh yeah so those were our we each had four different resolutions uh that we gave so not hugely successful on some of these, but still some growth and some positive things to take away, I think. Yeah. I like the way that you explain that. Yeah. I'll take those yeah. words as a success. I think 35% is where I'm sort of ranging at. 
in success. Yeah. You know, and I think that's that's pretty good in terms of like if you look at globally, just how <laughs> Global many people <laughs> actually, just how many people actually achieve their their resolutions. Uh, I think we we got a good a good success a rate good in head comparison. Start. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. So in I believe two episodes, we will be doing our 2023 resolutions, and they may uh, look because, similar. But but hopefully we'll yeah, have they may some look similar. variants, yeah. Yeah, and and more specificity to help us achieve those even more because I think that also helps is having more of a directive of what we are trying to achieve. Yeah. Um, yes. But uh, yeah, so hopefully in two episodes we'll have those resolutions because next episode is episode sixty, so we will likely be doing another very special brainbow episode every ten. Uh, yeah, every 10. So, uh, yeah. Uh, and that episode will be the first of 2023. And we'll mm. be coming up on two years of Write That Down existing. No way. Weird. That's wild. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I guess uh, we can just wrap up with some definitely not procrastinating. Uh, Nate, do you want me to go or do you want to go? You go. Because people like when there's sort of like a tight, like, couple sentence wrap up so you give us your whole shebang and i'll keep it nice and and easy i feel like that was a shot at me no Uh, i would never do that never uh yeah this is not gonna be a tight two sentence thing oh my okay Uh, (laughs) you have three minutes jacob oh i can do that two uh no we'll keep it at three uh so i watched uh earlier this week uh, or last week, it was last week, I watched a movie called After Sun, uh, which is uh, a smaller movie. You know, Nate always, you know, yells at me for bringing super obscure things. Uh, but but I know that do. this one was obscure. Uh, that was well, a shot yeah, at me. Uh, it was a shot at you for taking a shot at me. Uh, <laughs> Fair. So, uh, <laughs> After Sun is pretty obscure. Uh, so it's a movie that came out in October. Uh, it stars Paul Meskel, uh, who was in the show Normal People on Hulu, which I think I talked about at some point on this podcast yeah. as well. Um, and uh, it's I don't want to give too much uh, of the, the plot away because I think part of it is just not knowing. Uh, but it's basically a movie about Paul Meskel as this 30 year old dad uh, on vacation with his 11 year old daughter. And is just exploring their relationship through the lens of like having these old uh, VHS home videos of their vacation and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it's not all the found footage kind of VHS thing, but it's kind of a, a motif that comes up every now and again. Uh, but it's just a really well done and thoughtful uh, movie uh, that's, you know, I'm a Paul Mescal fan after normal people. Uh, but I just I thought he killed it, and the the actor who played the kid uh, also killed it. Uh, and yeah, I'd say if you have the opportunity to find this, it's not on anything now uh, for free for streaming. Uh, you'd have to rent it. Uh, but After Sun, uh, it's a really good movie. I actually watched it in a kind of cool way, where A twenty four is the distributor that. Uh, does uh, this movie and so they actually did before it went out uh, for home video release uh, they did like a special screening quote unquote uh, where you paid like a ticket price uh, and then you just have like 
they said, okay, I forget what the date was, but say it was like December 10th, you have from 7 p.m. to midnight to watch this movie. Uh, and then it's it's gone forever. Uh, and it's just kind of a cool way to, to do that. Like, you could say that I paid money, so it's a bummer that I don't have access to it. Uh, but also, I just think it was a super unique way to do uh, a screening for that movie, especially when it's something that is more niche and not... Uh, doesn't have the money to be playing at like hundreds of thousands of different theaters and stuff like that. So they have to do these online screenings and things like that. Um, but uh, yeah, that was just a, a super cool experience. Just the movie itself and the experience of uh, doing an online screening like that. But uh, yeah, After Sun, it's a great movie. It's my favorite of the year so far. Uh, Very but cool. I still have a lot of movies that I'll be catching up on uh over the break so yeah cool yeah that sounds I think that neat. Was two and a half minutes so yeah that was very good for you jacob right start to time start my timer right now okay okay all right so i am currently going through skimming reading whatever you want to call it a book by paul and i might butcher this paul resendez maybe r-e-z-e-n-d-e-s uh it's called tracking in the art of seeing how to read animal tracks and signs. So it has a, a whole bunch of pictures in it, in it of, of signs and um, scat and just stuff that tells you what is living around you and the things that you are bumping in when these animals have long gone because they've smelled you or sensed you or whatever. And it's really neat because it's specific to North America and, and there's a lot of Pennsylvania and sort of northeastern critters in here uh and i've as i've spent more time out in the woods to to start to read and see the the life that's happening around you without actually seeing the animal it's kind of cool i like it's sort of like a a new thing that i'm really getting into and so this book just does a great job of you know talking about the creature about their habits what does certain sign say about what they're doing, right? Uh, are they are they um, happy where they're at? Are they upset? Like what's going on? And so we have some really cool like ideas of why critters do what they do based on just the sign that they're leaving. And so like I said, as I'm spending more time out in the woods uh, to be able to just see what's going on without seeing the animal – uh, has really sparked my interest. So I've been kind of browsing this book, and when I come across something neat in the woods, I'll take a picture of it and and reference the book to see. Oh yeah, this actually was a porcupine, or you know, this is a coyote. Mm. This is these are dogs out in the woods, or something like that. So yeah, that's been sort of what I've been really into lately, and uh, it's kind of fun. Like I said, I just walk in the woods, see something cool, take a picture of it, bring it back, look at the book. And then, oh, yep, this is this was actually a moose, you know, not here in Pennsylvania, but but imagine. I'm pretty sure right? this was a lion. Yeah, this could have been a mountain lion. Yeah. So the, the one thing that they don't have in here is Sasquatch, and so I'm not sure why, but <laughs> seems like an oversight. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> I guess they're trying to tell us something, but yeah. No. So that's my definitely not procrastinating. Um, it's important to me that I get outside because I spend a lot of time in front of a computer at work and after work. And so the woods uh, has become very important for me to sort of take a deep breath and just be out there. Nice. Yeah. Well, I guess that about does it. Yeah. This was supposed to be a short episode, 
but uh, yeah. I guess there was enough there. Yeah. 2022. Um, yeah, so I guess we'll see you. I don't know. I don't actually know the exact date. I should check. Uh, but we'll see you in two weeks uh, for episode 60 of Write That Down, uh, kicking off 2023. Uh, I have to go right now because Brownie has been giving me very sad eyes for the past hour uh, because he hasn't eaten, even though it's just oh. now his dinner time. Um, but uh, yeah, so I guess I will see you soon, Nate. And dear I'll see you next listener. year. Yeah. yeah, we'll see you next year. See you next year, dude. See you next year, dude.